0: And we are back for another part train. Sir has gone. Lunch, <laughs> breakfast meeting. Strat is in his garage. And Ev at your service. What's going on?
1: Not much. I gotta say the the sim is looking like it needs to get hits, but I'm trying to stay focused at the task at hand.
0: That's gotta be hard for you to be in your garage looking at your simulator and not have a club in your hand. Is a club That's in your hand? pretty
1: tough. I mean... There is a club in my head. Okay, my okay, hand. okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we talk about uh, this mini series and talking about everyone's favorite player Patrick Reed, uh, I'm just going to give the floor to you. I know you weren't here for our last episode, but I did call out that you have—you're famous for calling the vest the most versatile garment of clothing that you can possibly wear—and I know you have a new rowback vest, and I just wanted you to I talk do. about it. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, you're right, and I stand by that statement. I do believe it is the most versatile garment you can possibly wear. Uh, studies show if you keep that core warm, the rest of your entire body stays warm, including your digits even. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, you know, ask the Eskimos. I'm not sure if that's still the proper term, but ask Inuits, okay? They'll tell you all about core warmth. But uh, a big vest guy, I always have been. I had a vest before that I gotta say was a little too snug. It was more of a fashion vest. Mm. And it was, it, it was a bit restrictive. And when I got the rowback vest, uh, it's got some, some little stretchy panels on the side that mm. allow your arms and upper body to really move freely. But I gotta tell you, I mean, the amount of times where it's been cold out and I see guys walking around in sweatshirts and I got my polo and a vest on, which in addition to just being a very solid aesthetic in general, is, is just an incredibly effective means of staying warm, but also keeping those arms free. So uh, I, I really can't imagine a world in which you aren't always packing a vest when it's a little chilly in the morning, and especially if you jump on that rowback train and, uh, and pick up oh. one of their new vests, which are truly lovely and fit very well. Um, you're, you're not going to be disappointed. I can all but guarantee it.
0: I don't know if I could have said it better myself. It's a perfect combination of fas- fashion and function.
1: It really is. Enter
0: know? the code. Train, T-R-A-I-N, for 20% off. That's their Black Friday sale. We give it to you all year round. And, uh, yeah, obviously, performance tees, polos, hats. You've heard it before. But um, I don't think we've ever had an upset customer. We've had people slide in and say, wow, just loving my robe back here. And I'm like, we told you. Hello. Yeah. Wake um, up, idiot. But, you know, I don't know if you've heard this, Strad, but in this day and age, it's 2020, people are all about efficiency. People want to learn on the go, right? People can Google and look up Wikipedia when they're by their computer or their phone. Um, Don't do it while driving. But while you're driving and you're doing other things, it's nice to be able to turn on a podcast and learn about a player on Uh tour, right? Learn about Uh anything. And so that's what Uh we're going to do today. It's called Player Wikipedias. And Patrick Reed won the WGC Mexico. There's been a lot of controversy around him. So we thought, why don't we read you patrick reed's wikipedia page and then go into a little bit of discussion afterwards a little bit shorter episodes we're gonna bring you an episode every week now um we're gonna see how it goes and uh yeah should we just start at the top
1: yeah i mean this i'm excited about this one because uh i i worked at enterprise rent a car heard of it for about seven months and Wikipedia, wikipedia uh, was the only other website you could look at on the company computers besides Google Maps. So I did a lot of Wikipedia in, in those down times at the Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I got a lot of info, a lot of You were an learning.
0: Enterprise guy?
1: Oh yeah, you got the white shirt, you got the fucking slacks. It was Wow,
0: you know what? You, you remember, I don't know if you remember this in recruiting when you are in college, everyone was like, yeah, enterpr- Enterprise Rent-A-Car is like the ultimate kickoff to like a lifetime of leadership.
1: Look, man, if you want to get into sales, if you want to get into business, yeah. are you going to be making a lot of money? No. Are you going to be working hard? Yes. Are you going to make lifelong friendships and learn stuff that you'll carry on with the rest of your life and career? Absolutely. It's called enterprise.
0: Hey, they pick you
1: up. Okay. <laughs> oh, I picked, them. I picked up everybody. You picked
0: up everyone.
1: <laughs> I picked up everybody. I had to go places I didn't want to go, but I still picked them up.
0: I would have loved seeing you uh, sell some unnecessary insurance. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Patrick Reed. Maybe the most liked guy on tour. Um, Let's start with a little bit of background. Uh, Did you know that Patrick Reed's middle name was Nathaniel?
1: It was or is? (laughs) It is. Okay, I thought he might have changed it.
0: (laughs) Is that the most classic Patrick Reed middle name you've ever heard, Nathaniel? Yeah,
1: that checks out. We
0: should start calling him Nathaniel Reed. Anyways, born... I didn't realize he was this young, by the way. Born August 5th, 1990.
1: Oh, he's born... Born in 1990. Oh, wow.
0: He's not even 30. He's 29. Um, obviously Jesus. plays on the PGA Tour, European Tour. Heard of it. He's not- notable, obviously, for his 2018 Masters Tournament and 2014. And now, 2020, WGC Championship wins. He's represented the U.S. in the Ryder Cup, President's Cup, based on his success. Obviously, we used to call him Captain America. I don't know if we call him that anymore because mm-hmm. of the um, controversies. What was it, the 2018 Ryder Cup and lackluster performances? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, we'll see. In his early life, like I said, born in 1990 in San Antonio, Texas. Graduated from University High School in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which I actually mm-hmm. didn't know that
1: he, um, in Baton Rouge. I
0: yeah, he's a been, Texas I, guy.
1: I've been to Baton Rouge. It's uh, Well, it's a place. It's a place.
0: Um, yeah. He won the 2006 Junior Open Championship and also qualified mm. for the USAM in 2007. And he led University High to the state championships in 2006 and 2007 and also won state medalist honors in 2007. So, uh, lastly, he earned Rolex AJGA, say that four times, All America <laughs> honors in 2005, 2006, 2007. So, you know, obviously pretty strong high school showing. The guy on his way started Mm -hmm. his college career in 2008 at university of georgia and a lot of us start to know this is when you start to heard uh hear about reed not back then but there's a lot of stories about him in college at georgia right Mm -hmm. he but this is something you don't know while at georgia he was arrested underage drinking and possessing a fake id have you heard of it Baker Mayfield has. Yeah, he pleaded guilty, which is crazy because he's not used to admitting guilt. That's not something sure. he does. He must have um, must have done a good tour. Good early. lawyer. Yeah. Good lawyer. Pleaded guilty of the misdemeanor and was put on probation, fined, and sentenced to 60 hours of Ouch. community service. <laughs> and after further issues that resulted in his uh, dismissal from the team, we'll talk about it. He left Georgia enrolled at Augusta state university where he majored in business and helped lead Augusta state to the NCAA division one title in 2010 and 2011. Now this is interesting. Advancing to the semifinals of the 2008 us am, he lost three into the eventual us am champ Danny Lee, who was the top ranked am in the world, which I would have never thought Danny Lee would be the top ranked am in the world. Um, But then Reed went on to win the 2010 Jones Cup Invitational as well. So that was his early life and career. You want to kick it to his pro career?
1: Yeah. So decides to turn pro in 2011. Has a relatively uh, unimpressive first year. Um, Mm. He plays the FedEx St. Jude Classic. Missed the cut. Played two more events that year, earning just over 20 grand. Ouch. And then played two events on the nationwide tour uh, and earned just over five, which that is tough to watch. Um, Yikes. I I don't know how these guys do it, man. That is no, that's nothing. Anyways, I guess you got to steal a lot of stuff in order to keep the train moving. But 2012, played in 12 events on the PGA tour on sponsors exemptions and through Monday qualifying, which he did six times, which that's actually very impressive because the Monday qualifiers that's I mean look the guy is a piece of shit for many reasons but he is very clutch and it seems like he started to figure that out pretty early in his career because Monday qualifiers are no joke yeah but Made seven cuts, earned over 300 grand. So a little jump from that 25K oh. the year prior. Oh. Uh, best finish was a T11 at the fries.com open, RIP fries.com. Uh, finished T22 at the PGA Tour qualifying tournament after entering at the first stage to earn his PGA Tour card for 2013.
0: Hey, Strat, what mm-hmm. if I told you in 2011 when you're earning 20 grand
1: mm-hmm. that
0: the next year you just have to stick with it and you can earn 300? <laughs> Is that something you'd be interested in?
1: Uh please tell me more. I want to learn more. <laughs> so 2013, he uh picks up his first top ten finish at the 18t Pebble Beach National Pro Am. Uh he also in August became the twelfth first time PGA tour winner of the year with his victory at the Wyndham Championship in a playoff against wait for it, Jordan Speed. Oh. So starts the you know, the seed is planted, we should say. Also pretty bananas. Twenty eleven The guy makes barely enough to afford a Nissan Altima. 2012, he's making, yeah, he's making Ferrari money. 2013, he picks up a win in a playoff. Very impressive.
0: Mm.
1: Um, his win at Sedgefield Country Club also marked his third consecutive top ten finish. So the guy was on a roll. He was feeling it.
0: I mean, who doesn't like Sedgefield?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the classics. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 2014, the Humana Championship, the Humana Challenge. (laughs) Reed sets. PGA tour record for most strokes under par after 54 holes. His rounds of wait for it, 63, 63, 63. I didn't stutter. That was three rounds of 63. (laughs) Or 27 under par. The tournament's first three rounds are played on three different courses. Previous record was 25, set by Gabe Brewer. Love that guy. Uh in Pensacola at the Pensacola Open and tied by Ernie Els, the big easy at the 2003 Mercedes Championship. Pat Perez also did it. We love Pete Perez. At the Bob Hope Classic, which makes perfect sense, and then Strick Daddy Steve Stricker, who I just saw at the uh, Genesis Open, still oh. striping him, by oh, the way. Wow. Um, I believe he's in a a fighting Illini, which isn't that is that Serm's got a connection to that or something? I uh, think yeah, we'll, he
0: just we'll, likes the state of Illinois.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it <laughs> out later. Uh, anyways, all four other players won those tournaments. It was also the first time in PGA Tour history that a player opened a tournament with three rounds of sixty-three or better. He then won the tournament overall. By two strokes over Ryan Palmer. Um, later in the year, March 9th, Reed wins the WGC Cadillac Championship at Trump National. Gross mm, mm. Uh, earned 1.53 million with the one-shot win over fellow Tour darling Bubba Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, Reed became only the fifth golfer to earn three PGA Tour wins before his 21st, 24th birthday since 1990 joining. And this this list this is, is crazy. It's a good list. Tiger Woods, no big surprise. Fig Jam, Phil Mickelson. Rory McIlroy, Sergio Garcia. Heard a hint, honestly, I forgot about Sergio Garcia until I just read his name right now.
0: Yeah, he hasn't won since the Masters, we call it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jordan Spieth subsequently achieved the same feat. Um, Reed, though, is the youngest winner of a WGC event, and the victory at the time moved him into 20th in the official World Golf Rankings. He was also the first PGA Tour golfer to have three wins before playing in his first major, which was the Masters later that year. Uh, also, he finished fifth at the Volvo World Match Play Championship, which is inconsequential. But we love Volvos in this family, so I got to give him a shout out.
0: So shout real out. quick, Sweet. let's stop here for a second, Strat. This is, so he's been on tour now for this is his fourth year, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> SETI Climb. You see this a lot. Oh, I would guys. say a meteoric rise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meteoric rise. He's on the list you mentioned. Uh, he's 24. He's, what did he have? Three wins in 2014. So now you're, th- a lot of people don't really know about his troubles at Georgia. Mm-mm. So as of right now, I'm trying to like put myself back to a golf fan in 2014. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he's really likable, but like Jordan, or Jordan. Patrick Reed's like pretty fucking good. Right? So you're, you're, yeah, he's you he's on you, your radar of you like one of the top is. stars.
1: Yeah, you know who the guy is, which is not easy, not an easy feat in the world of golf.
0: It's kind of crazy looking back to that to what he's known as now.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so picking back up, 2015, January 12th, the very beginning of 2015, he wins his fourth PGA title at the Hyundai Another Great Car Company Tournament of Champions by defeating Jimmy Walker. Um, in a sudden death playoff. So he's a big, I mean, again, the guy is a clutch golfer when he needs to be. He's mm-hmm. a big playoff dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also becomes the fourth player in the last two decades to win four times on the PGA Tour before his 25th birthday with the other three being, wait for it, you'll recognize these names, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and Sergio Garcia. He also moved to a career best official world golf ranking of 14th. He also finished second at the Valspar, third at the Hero World Challenge, and seventh at the Honda Classic. He also, 2015 was the first year he joined the European Tour as well. He crossed the pond. In mm. uh, 2016, he wins his first FedEx Cup playoff event, the Barclays, played at, no less, Beth Page Black. Mm. Tricky, I've heard that's a tricky course. Have you? A little, little tricky. Yeah, long ish.
0: Long, narrow, high rough.
1: Yeah, play it's it from a big the big properties. Uh, this is his fifth victory on the tour, first FedEx Cup event. He went into the final round in the last grouping, one stroke behind, oh boy, this oh, is tough. Yeah, well, Your guy, yeah. Ricky Fowler.
0: Well, that's why he won.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rick, Ricky on a Sunday. He didn't blow it blew. out, shocking. <laughs> he carded a final round of one under par to take a one stroke vi- victory over Emiliano Grillo and Sean O'Hare. win vaulted Reed to the top of the FedEx Cup standings from seventh ahead of Jason Day, another guy who needs to figure shit out. He also automatically qualified for the Ryder Cup. Ooh, stay tuned, mm. Ryder Cup. Did With you notice?
0: Look- did you notice that it said carded a final round of one under to take a one stroke victory over Emiliano Grio and Sean O'Hare. It did not mention <laughs> yeah. over yeah, Ricky the Fowler, subsequent yeah. leader Ricky Fowler.
1: <laughs> Gotta assume Ricky crashed and burned <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> pretty spectacularly. <laughs> not even being the fucking sentence. Um, after the second FedEx Cup playoff event, the Deutsche Bank Fuck Them Championship, Reid extended his lead to 556 points over day with the top 10 finish. He finished third in the final FedEx Cup standings behind Dustin Johnson and eventual FedEx champion, Roy McElroy. So, again, to your point, in let's see, six years, the guy is third in FedEx Cup playoff. He's got five wins, uh, he's making much more than Nissan Ultima money. Yep. Um, and why don't you go ahead and pick it up in 2017? 2017, 2017, one a year, uh,
0: final day of the PGA championship. Reed had three birdies in the back to get within a shot of the lead, but bogey, the 18th, Ricky Fowler style after finding a fairway bunker off the tee and tied for second, two strokes behind, uh, winner, Justin Thomas. I don't know if you remember that. Heard so after what you just said, this was his first taste of being really close to a major, mm-hmm. right? Good transition, of 2018, uh, the guy won the Masters. I don't know if you remember. He shot 69-66 Ugh. to lead the 2018 Masters by two strokes after two rounds. And he followed up that performance with two eagles in the back nine for 67. I forgot he had two eagles on the back. Yeah. Um, for 67, oh, on Saturday. Entering the final round, he led the Masters by three strokes over Rory. Kind of crazy. I forgot Rory was in the final group with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Sunday, April 8, 2018, McElroy faltered, tough to see, and yeah. Reed fought off the final round comeback bids of Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler to win the green jacket, shooting 71 for a tournament total of um, 15 under. He moved to eleven in the, 11th in the world and collected a paycheck of 1.98 million, a little bit better than the Nissan Altima of 20,000 we mentioned back in 2011. Um. Mm-hmm. Quick thing here, not to mention, I mean, it's, it's funny. I, I'm remembering this now about how he wasn't. he's not likable at this point, no, even with his not. meteoric I was, rise.
1: But I was actively to, rooting against him. Right, but Masters. to win
0: the Masters with, remember, Speeth making putts from everywhere and Ricky just having a crazy back nine, mm-hmm. both of those would have been unbelievable. And Roy was in the final group. Yeah. Roy winning his, I think at that point, would have been the Grand Slam. Yeah, his career Grand Slam. Speith and Ricky getting his first major. I mean, actually. Mm-hmm. So later in that year, um, Reed qualified for the US team in the Ryder Cup. Uh, Europe beat the US seventeen and a half to ten and a half. It was tough to see in Paris. Yeah. Um, Reed finished one and two that year. <laughs> he lost two four ball matches with Tiger Woods, but won a singles match against Terrell Hatton. After this event, this is this is where all the controversy happened. And actually it was Kind of odd that the uh, Wikipedia didn't go through, wasn't it 2016 when he had the yeah, unbelievable? That,
1: that, yeah, that's when he became Captain America when he and Rory went fucking shot for shot.
0: Do we need to get into Wikipedia and add something here?
1: Well, I, you know, anyone can edit it, so we might have some homework after the episode. But yeah, that was a big miss, Wikipedia,
0: but we'll, we'll carry on. Um, so 2018. This is when all the controversy really started to go down. So, um, late on Sunday, September 30th, 2018, Karen Krause, the New York Times, heard of it, published an article from quote with quotes from Reed in the article, Reed questioned Jordan Spieth and the U S captain Jim Furyk, Arizona alum about the breakup of the previously successful Reed Spieth Ryder cup pairing. To give you guys context, if you don't remember 2016, they basically went undefeated as a pair. And they were unstoppable. Reed was quoted saying, "The issues, obviously, with Jordan not wanting to play with me. I don't have any issues with Jordan. When it comes right down to it, I don't care if I like the person I'm paired with or if the person likes me, as long as it works and sets up the team for success." I remember uh, Reed's wife also said something, which was like, "Hey, lady, like, you know, it's back off, back off." Reed also yeah. described the Ryder Cup pairing uh, decision-making process as a buddy system. That ignores the input of all but a few select players. Reed also made it clear to Kraus that he lobbied Furyk to keep playing with Speeth as his first choice. He expected and was blindsided when he found out Spieth was playing with his buddy JT. So um, apparently he said more that basically he just went on and on and said Tiger Woods was the second choice. Um, and Woods apologized to Reed for letting him down. Reed then told Woods, we win together as a team. And we lose together as a team. And that very day, I saw leave your egos at the door referring to the Europeans. They do that better than us. There has been concern expressed that Reed's public claiming out of his teammate and captain will negatively impact his ability to play on future Ryder Cup and President's Cup teams. Whew. Okay. is a he year. Yeah. So, 2019, uh, he won. I forgot he won in 2019. Yeah. He won the Northern Trust at Liberty National. And that was his first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, and then it all came crashing back down. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, various rule incidents. Uh, we didn't talk about it yet, but basically, at Georgia, he was accused of cheating and stealing money um, from his teammates mm-hmm. um, at Georgia and Augusta State, uh, which he's always denied. Um, but he's always scrutinized for this. And then, the 2019 Hero World Challenge, you guys have all seen it. Uh, he was leading the tournament. I actually forgot he was leading at this time because I think he yep. ended up winning, right? Yeah. Or did he win? Oh, no. I don't think he won.
1: This is 2019?
0: Yeah. I don't think he I won, won the, the hero. He I won the hero won. in
1: 2015.
0: Yeah, 2015. I think John Rom um, won. Anyways, he was leading the tournament twice. Moved, he twice moved the sand behind his ball in a waste area, improving his lie. Um, to which he responded that he had not noticed the movement and cited his angle compared to the cameras for his lack of realization. Ended up being penalized two strokes for improving his lie. This blew up. We all saw it. And um, I think this segues into our discussion of his journey to becoming basically the biggest villain on the PGA Tour. Um, before we recount that, Let me just ask you this question, Strat. Hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're caught red-handed cheating, it's a little bit tougher of being caught. You know, a lot of people in this day and age say something that doesn't sit well with the, the public. And they have to admit it, apologize, and pretty soon after the fact, people move on. Sure, But in the case of like... You know, a lot of people, but let's say it's like a racist comment. People say, Oh, I'm so sorry for my, you know, it being taken the wrong way. I let my personal bias get in the way. I'm going to get better. Nobody said, Nobody admits yeah, I'm a racist, right? But no. that's basically what Reed would have had to do by admitting his fault and saying, Yes, I was, a che- I was cheating. And I'm sorry. What could he, he had to deny it, right? Like, what, what is there to say?
1: Well, look, the guy has a track record and is basically known as a liar and a cheater throughout his entire career. And then it ends up actually coming out. So I don't think anyone expected him to, to actually own up to it. So in a lot of regards, it probably would have been more shocking if he did admit to it. And just say, oh, fuck, you know, yeah, you're right. I, I, I moved it a little bit. I I don't know what I was doing. I, I just, I, I wasn't paying attention. It's my bad. It won't happen again. That would have been more strange to me than what he ended up doing, which is just classic Patrick Reed shit. But then it keeps coming out time after time that he's doing this kind of shit all the time. I mean, Peter Costas talked about it as well. He's seen him adjust his lie or improve his lie multiple times while he's out there commenting for uh, for CBS. So. I don't think the guy's going to stop anytime soon. He's clear, he's, there's cameras all over the place now, and the guy's still doing it. So I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a
0: crazy fall. I mean, again, he was never liked on tour. But if you think about you know, the flack he took in college, I think it was 2011, um, when he was cheating and stealing from his teammates and had to leave Georgia to go to Augusta State. From 2018 to 2019 is when... It really got bad because 2018, if you remember, was the jingling change from the cameraman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, why don't we go ahead and play that clip real quick? Sure.
1: You're rattling change in your pocket. That's what I'm pointing at you thank for. You. Well, thank you. Stop. Okay. All
0: right.
1: You know what? No, I need you all to go over there on that yes, side please. of the gate. please. Go. Can you can just walk away. I need the camera yep. guy, too, since he's part of you. Sorry. He lost privileges by going like that. that Would change. Keep going. I'm not hitting until y'all get the heck out of here. Like, completely out of here.
0: Yeah, that was tough to hear. Um, yeah. Then, in 20, later that year, at Bay Hill, uh, he hit a ball into the bushes, wasn't granted relief, and said to the crowd, I guess your name needs to be Jordan Spieth to get relief. People didn't like that. Ooh. Mm. Then the 2018 Ryder Cup, Issues that we just talked about with not being paired with Jordan Spieth, despite mm-hmm. having an undefeated record, the last Ryder Cup, then the cheating at Hero World Challenge, and then the President's Cup. We haven't talked
1: about oh, he, this. Guys, tits lit up.
0: He started doing a little uh, shoveling sand
1: at a yeah, fan. He, starts to lean. He's, he went. He's basically gone full heel at this point. He's uh, he's leaning into it, and now he's playing the villain, which. You know, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for him.
0: Is the PGA tour better with a villain?
1: Uh that's a good question. Thank you. Um, I I think probably because at least that means that one of them out there has a personality and is willing to I mean, people love to hate Brooke because the guy tells it how it is and he doesn't give the canned bullshit responses. So maybe it is. Maybe it's good having a guy who just doesn't give a shit and decides to cheat all the time and win as well uh i don't know i don't know thoughts
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it kind of goes to my next question um before we go to the cheat code segment let's let's talk about this for a sec is it possible that him winning makes him less likable it's almost like an astros um Astros esque I know it's too is it too soon? Too soon. soon. <laughs> okay. Too soon. Too I just soon sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like, but think about it. Think about the alternative. He won the Masters, biggest tournament in the world. He's winning. You know, he's won eight times with a major. Wouldn't it be easier to write him off if he was just a nobody and missed cuts? Like, doesn't it make him less likable that he wins?
1: Yes. Absolutely. If, okay. he, if he wasn't winning, then you wouldn't care. You also wouldn't be hearing about it. Right. But the fact that he is such an asshole, that his caddy is kicking people's asses or attempting to, that he's banned his family from golf courses, that he cheats, that uh, you know Kevin Kisner said nobody would piss on the guy if he was, if he was on fire. I mm-hmm. mean, clearly he's not a likable guy, and the fact that he is a great player makes it even more annoying. Which is why his last Presidents Cup, I think, was such a disaster because you know he's like he was kind of like a an even worse version of Ian Poulter. You hate the guy in real life, but then if he if he's showing up for your team right. on you know on Sunday when you need him most, then you can kind of excuse it. But then for him to falter as badly as he did uh, in France, you know, quickly everyone realizes well you know if he can't even do it here, then why do we give a shit about this guy? So. It it's absolutely worse that he's good because then you start to question everything. Like, well, what else, what else is he doing that he's not getting caught for? You know,
0: right. All right. Well, let's go to our cheat code segment. I mean, sure. we're talking about cheating. I, I'd like to talk about our favorite real life cheat codes to help people, mm-hmm. you know, cheat
1: in their life. Yeah. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Big time welcome. Do
0: you want to go first?
1: Yeah, um, so here's one that I think I saw someone hit us up on Twitter about this, and I've done this, and it actually works, although I gotta say, I didn't know what the fuck to do once I I was in. I basically hacked the matrix on a golf cart. The ones with the screens, with the GPS and everything, Mm -hmm. if you tap the four corners of the GPS screen, like the uh, administrative menu comes up, you can change your setting to Marshall, and then basically you'll never get caught in the do not drive area, and you can turn off all of the speed restrictors and everything. So, if you're able to get in there, which I did, and then understand what the hell is going on, more power to you. But if you've about had it with being governed on the hill, with how fast you can go in the golf cart, never mind the four thousand pound vehicle you presumably drove to the golf course. But you know, if you've had it with being told what to do, go ahead and tap those four corners on the uh, on the old screen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we both agree that when you go a yard into the rough and then the only way to get out is going reverse with that stupid beep at one mile per hour all the way back to the fairway, it needs to end.
1: It's, I've had, I've fucking had it. Yeah, it needs to end.
0: Um, okay, that's a, gr- that's a great one. That's golf specific. Yeah. I'm going to give you guys work, life specific. Okay, I'm going to give you a sure. couple work hacks. Sure. Uh, I learned this one from my good friend, George Costanza. Mm. Uh, it works every time. You always look stressed out, and frustrated yeah. at work, people think you're working super hard. Yeah. Okay, they'll tell you, and you need to take some time off. You need to like take some vacation, leave early. You are working way too hard. You know, look really yeah. stressed.
1: Another uh, to add to that, if you if you move around the office quickly, if you're always look like you're rushing, then people mm. think the same thing. So you mm-hmm. can just that's a little accessory to add to that uh, outfit as well.
0: I re- I was reading on Reddit about some of these. <laughs> And one of them said the janitor at the school, uh, when he doesn't want to be bothered, he just walks really fast with a tool and people assume he's going to fix something. (laughs) 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 On that note, I just got to read one more because this was so good. This is actually genius. And you might be able to use this, Strat. Yeah. Uh, This guy wrote several times in his life, he's cold called the company to confirm his interview time. He didn't Mm -hmm. have one prior to his call, but in their confusion and inability to find his resume, He managed to secure an interview four out of five times, and twice
1: got the job. Oh wow, (laughs) that's impressive.
0: Yeah, it's a genius move.
1: That's a lot of balls. (laughs) Yeah,
0: because it's their fault. You make it seem like their fault.
1: You know. Yeah, well, it's just like you know, if you walk around with confidence, like getting into a to a concert. If you show up with either ice, or if you show up with a ladder, and you walk quickly and confidently, you can pretty much get in wherever you want.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Genius.
1: Alright, I got one that uh, everyone's going to really enjoy, and this one's probably, i mean, this works for basically everything. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A. I mean, if you mm. didn't use that cheat code at one point in your life, the Konami mm. cheat code, I don't know if you really even had a childhood. It would, you know, it, it's tough if you don't know what, that, what that's for, but basically you can use that even in real life if you've got a controller on you. You just hit those, that quick sequence and uh, you got unlimited life, you got power ups, you got full turbo mode. I mean, it's basically the God cheat code, more or less.
0: Wow! And you know, I know we were originally only going to do one each, but I just got to say the one more because this one's so good. Uh, sure. This is if you guys want to um, do a felony. This is a good oh. one. Um, take a one dollar bill, flip it over, take a five dollar bill, tape it to the end of the upside down single with as little tape as possible to make it secure. Feed the five dollar bill into a change machine because I know a lot of people are getting coins these days. The coin machine will read the five gives you $5 worth of quarters, hey, in LA, you need to feed those meters, and it, then it reads the upside down single, rejects it, you get your five back, boom, still got $5 of quarters, you got yourself a felony, you're welcome.
1: Oh, wow, I mean, you wanna talk about
0: hacking the matrix. Wow. <laughs> yeah. um, huh? That's pretty much it, I mean, we could, is there anything else?
1: I feel like, that's a good one to end on, you know. Like, let's just throw the disclaimer in there, like, you know, that's this is for entertainment purposes only, you yeah, know, yeah, do, yeah. do it at your own risk. Blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, don't try this at home, kids. Also, uh, Google um, Patrick Reed's publicist making Patrick Reed more likable, uh, or something like that on partrain.com. We wrote a note a few years ago, uh, four ways to make Patrick Reed more likable from his publicist, and it's uh, it's pretty good content. So Mm -hmm. uh, enter the code train at rowback.com for 20% off. And guys, we'll see you next week.
1: Been fun. Can't wait.
0: All right. Farewell. Enjoy. Adios. Give me a little test, test, test. One, two,
1: three. The chupacabra chased a chinchilla in Tucson. The chupacabra chased a chinchilla in Tucson.
0: Key codes, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, 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 B.